and welcome to Tech Talks, brought to you by Juniper and Westcon. I'm Jennifer O'Brien, a longtime ICT journalist and host of today's show. I'm thrilled to be welcoming Stephen Cooper, Senior Systems Engineer with Miss Systems, a Juniper company, and Amir Ayad, Westcon's Technical Enablement Specialist, to the podcast today, where we'll be chatting about the AI-driven enterprise, which is crucial for every Juniper and Westcon partner looking to stay relevant and competitive. Now, here's a little bit of insight on Stephen. Stephen's been working in Wi-Fi for over 12 years and is CWNE number 276 and enjoys helping others realize and achieve their goals. He has presented at several Wi-Fi and networking events in Australia and overseas and loves helping customers realize the true value of the MIST platform. Stephen tells me his career highlight is joining MIST and Juniper, given the high caliber of people and products and how exciting that was and is for him. Now let's get to know Amir. Amir is a network architect. He's been working with Juniper partners and distributors for more than 20 years, during which he's dealt with various types of enterprise and service provider customers. Now here's some inside info on Amir. Amir has also worked as university lecturer of networking and security. He's currently focusing on the evolution of enterprise networking and security architectures as companies divert to remote workforce models with increased usage of cloud applications. Indeed, some very varied expertise from our two guests today. Now back to our hot topic of discussion, which is all about the push towards the AI-driven enterprise. Traditional enterprise wired and wireless solutions are over 15 years old and rely on monolithic code bases that are expensive to scale, prone to bugs, and difficult to manage. Certainly, they're not equipped for the scale and complexity of today's digital users. They don't provide the reliability needed for mission-critical wired and wireless operations. But there is an answer and a way forward. In this episode, part one of our two-part series, we'll be examining the power of a new platform called MIST, which is paving the way for the AI-driven enterprise. In part two, we'll continue our discussion. We'll put the technology and its benefits under the microscope and discuss some of the use cases in action. Companies of all sizes, from SMBs to large enterprises, are already leveraging the MIST services to simplify wireless operations and or deliver value-adding location services, such as push advertising, wayfinding, visitor analytics, and asset tracking. And now with the global pandemic forcing the entire workforce to go remote, there's never been a better time to talk about the network. So let's jump into this discussion. Welcome to the show, Stephen and Amir. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having me, Jen. Thank you, gentlemen. Now, Stephen, given you've worn many hats in the industry, what are the main pain points of businesses, and particularly those IT and network experts, as the industry moves towards the digital age? I think it's a growing trend that we're seeing over the past couple of years. As the the scale of networks increases and the number of devices, both wired and wireless, increases in the network, uh, you know, the biggest challenge with businesses is actually getting visibility into the end user experience. And even for actual IT teams and support teams to actually figure out where are the problems on the network. There's plenty of systems out there today that can tell you the health of the network from the network perspective, but not actually give you the perspective or visibility of the end user experience. And that's definitely relevant, as you mentioned, with workforces moving remote and still having that same enterprise-grade enterprise visibility into the remote user experience. 
uh, it's definitely a challenge for people to manage that and get some predictability and reliability and measurability around those experiences. Yes, I guess. And bad Wi-Fi as well as finding the root cause of performance problems are all issues. Definitely. Stephen, can you explain the power of Mist and some of its main features and benefits? Of course. Yeah, one of the main uh, benefits and, and really one of the big differentiators of MIST is our modern microservices cloud architecture where everything started from. So compared to the mono, monolithic architectures of the previous decades that you've mentioned, we're driving forward with the network for the next decade, all based around this fundamental of microservices and cloud first and actually getting the granularity and real-time input from data from each and every wired and wireless device in the network to bring it together under our service level expectations for wired and Wi-Fi assurance to get this visibility into the end user experience, no matter whether that's a smartphone, or whether that's an autonomous robot, um, you know, it doesn't matter if there is a user at the end of that device, we have got the, the measurements and the metrics to determine the level of experience of those users across the network. All right, so it's adding that sort of unprecedented insight in automation. That's right. There's automation, um, but also with that, you know, comes the ability to scale dynamically. It allows us to have agility in delivering services and feature updates on a weekly and bi-weekly basis. It also gives us the ability to do things with AI that other people can't do. So we have an AI-driven virtual assistant called Marvis, and we also have proactive and self-driving network elements uh, around Marvis actions that can actually give you this unprecedented insight and self-driving network elements into the into the end user experience. Stephen, building on that, what do you want listeners to know about MIST and why is it so powerful? I think the best uh, sort of elevator pitch for it is really it is providing the AI-driven enterprise for the next decade. And it's so powerful because we are res resolving the problems that people don't realize that they have, and we're providing the solution that people have always dreamed of. They just didn't realize it was possible. So we're opening people's eyes into what's possible with the AI-driven enterprise, thanks to all the points that we mentioned in the previous uh, discussion that, uh, you know, it's all based around this modern microservices cloud architecture and, and why it's so powerful is because it's been built from that foundation. Amir, how can businesses move towards an AI-driven enterprise? What are the essential steps and best practices? I guess that enterprise users are being kind of spoiled by the increasing growth of their cellular data connection. As we move from 4G to 4G+, and now getting into 5G, an enterprise user would not settle for less when connecting to their enterprise Wi-Fi network. As a user, I'm expecting a higher speed, faster time to connect, a better coverage, and less downtime. So users are becoming less and less tolerant to any inferior experience. Adding that one user now actually translates into many devices, a phone, a smartwatch, and a laptop. It's, it's, it's now tough for the network admin to get an insight in the network service sensed by any of these beyond devices using a traditional kind of Wi-Fi network. Okay, fantastic. So almost providing that checklist, which is very, very important. Yeah. Stephen, our listeners are keen to hear about solving their Wi-Fi angst. So how does MIST track and eliminate bad Wi-Fi? Yeah, it's a, it's a tough tough nail to crack sometimes. Um, but essentially, what we've done with MIST, with the with the data that we're getting in from each and every Wi-Fi user on the network, we're capturing over 150 different state transitions of devices connecting to the Wi-Fi as well as consuming the Wi-Fi. 
and we take that data and then we form what we call uh, service level expectations around that. So we're essentially giving businesses the capability to set their targets for success for the end user experience and the Wi-Fi. And we're actually tracking, you know, that end user experience for every device, every minute across the network. So we can see, is it a Wi-Fi problem? Uh, is it a problem with connecting to the Wi-Fi? Is it a problem with roaming? Um, or is it not a Wi-Fi problem? Is it something related to uh, an IP address or DHCP? Is it related to congestion across the network? Um, or is it something completely else that's unrelated to Wi-Fi? And we, we give that visibility uh, to the network administrators through the service level expectations. And we also uh, you know, leverage those same metrics through Marvis, our AI-driven network assistant, where Marvis can actually troubleshoot that information and present it to you very clearly and very easily to understand for even level one help desk uh, technicians. So the power of what we do with the service level expectations and the metrics that we're getting uh, from each and every device means it's that much easier to find and troubleshoot and eliminate Wi-Fi problems, whether it's through guided remediation that we have in our root cause analysis or even having you know, Marvis, the aim of the game for Marvis would be to actually self-resolve any issues that it has the ability to do under the self-driving action framework. Stephen, picking up on what we've talked about earlier about insight and automation, obviously what you just mentioned now about greater visibility, that automation, it's incredibly important in the digital era and giving companies that competitive edge. So how does MIS deliver on those two aspects, insights and automation? Yeah, it's a great question. So obviously we, we've got the insights in terms of the service level expectations for wired and wireless assurance, but there's also more than that in the MIS platform. There's insights around uh, location analytics. So, you know, who is in your environment, whether they're guest or guest Wi-Fi users or visitors or even your staff members. So getting insights into the utilizations of spaces. Uh, we've even got customers leveraging that for contact tracing and congestion alerting. Uh, as people try and determine the safest way to return to work. Um, but beyond that, you know, the, the goal with the Juniper and MIST AI-driven enterprise is to get insights across the entire network, not just wired and wireless, but also across security, across data center, across the WAN, and, that, and that's coming to the portfolio. So getting that visibility, again, it all comes back to the end user experience, is, is definitely a competitive edge compared to what other solutions can do out there in the market. The automation aspect, um, there's there's numerous benefits to that, whether it's around time savings, around the ease of deployment and automated provisioning of access points and switches across the network, or even just performing bulk configuration changes at scale and be able to do that in an autonomous fashion means it takes less effort and hence less time for your IT teams to implement those changes or even have a partner do those changes for a managed services for you. So there's cost benefits, there's time benefits, there's the elimination of human error. So you have the reliability uh, benefits from that as well. Um, and you know, MIST is 100% AI, uh, sorry, 100% API driven. So automation is just native out of the box. And that ties in very well with the rest of the Juniper portfolio, which is also 100% open and programmable for automation. Amir, is this technology best suited to large enterprises or is there an SMB play? Moving to an AI-driven enterprise is a means rather than an end. Technology should serve the business objectives and not the other way around. We're not saying that you should move to an AI-driven enterprise just to follow the trend. It should start with a good research of how your business would actually benefit out of this. 
Will that increase revenue, lower support costs, increase employees' productivity, relieves IT staff from tedious time-consuming tasks, or focus their skills on other things that really matters? So this research step is most important to start with. The output should be a list of goals that we expect AI to provide for the enterprise. Now, armed with those goals, you start evaluating different solutions against your goals and select what suits the place. Right, okay, so it's addressing all the, the different needs in, in, in whatever case that may be. Stephen, can you share some use cases that highlight how and where the technology is being used? Of course, yeah, and, and Amir touched, some, touched on some good points. It's not necessarily about the size or the, or even the vertical because we've got customers across multiple verticals and, and use cases uh, across the globe. Um, but really, you know, there's different aspects of the MIST solution that people are using for the advantages. So one, one example is we've got a customer where their, their goal and their strategy was to reduce the number of user-generated trouble tickets per month from a couple of hundred, uh, you know, so a couple of hundred help desk tickets per month, per month related to bad Wi-Fi. They wanted to get that down to zero. And essentially, they leverage MIST to do that with Marvis and the, the natural language assistant that we have for the network. And essentially, their service desk team, every day, every shift, we're running Marvis queries to proactively find issues in the network that people hadn't even reported to the service desk. So not only did they achieve uh, a reduction down to three or four trouble tickets per month for bad Wi-Fi, they were actually able to find issues that users weren't even reporting um, to the service desk. And so they immediately you know, experienced a great improvement in the end user uh, experience on the network. And you know, feedback from the end users was great in terms of the experience on the Wi-Fi. And that's one of the, the main use cases that we are aiming to solve and provide value around AI-driven operations and the, and the Wi-Fi assurance and service level expectations. And then we also have people that are leveraging the location services technology that we've touched on. So being able to use you know, our Bluetooth low energy location services with integrations with external systems, we've got healthcare customers that are utilizing Bluetooth low energy uh, location tracking to determine where a particular uh, staff member is in an environment to then be able to provide assistance to visitors or guests in an environment. Um, you know, so someone could be approaching a hospital and they can request on an application uh, that they need a, a wheelchair brought to them and a staff member can use the asset tracking aspect to find the nearest wheelchair and then also be able to locate the person that's requested the assistance and find them uh, you know, on their version of the app and the floor plan uh, in real time. So that's a really great end-to-end -end experience for both you know, customers as well as staff members in that sort of environment. Yeah, that's interesting because there's obviously some use cases that we haven't even thought of perhaps and also it's going from that sort of um, proactive instead of the reactive. So it's interesting. Thank you for, for fleshing that out for us. Stephen, what's in the pipeline for MIST? What other functionality or key benefits can we expect to see down the line? Well, I guess it's a, it's a natural progression with Juniper and MIST um, throughout the enterprise networking portfolio. So since uh, Juniper acquired MIST just over a year ago, back in 2019, uh, we've already driven forward and ahead in leaps and bounds in terms of integrating the Juniper wired portfolio into the MIST dashboard. And you know, naturally that's going to extend into, into other areas of the network, such as uh, WAN and security, uh, data center and things like that. So um, there's definitely going to be improvements in terms of the visibility that MIST has across the end user experience 
and finding issues across all of those network elements. And there's also going to be improvements in terms of Marvis, our natural language assistant, and you know the efficacy of things that Marvis can solve and the types of queries that Marvis can solve to make it more like a conversational interface for, for driving your network. So Amir, what's your biggest advice for partners as they get savvy with the AI-driven networks and cater to customers on the digital era? Well, I advise to seek a good understanding of two things. First is what the technology is able to deliver. And second are the pain points or opportunities on your customer end. Now, try to find the synergies between what the technology is delivering and your customer needs, and then you can move ahead. Stephen, what's your biggest advice for partners as they get savvy with these AI-driven networks? I guess, what's the main um, thing you, you want to offer them in terms of advice? The best thing they can do is educate themselves around the different solutions that are out there in the market. And I know that we are presenting on behalf of Mist and Juniper, and I am very well aware that other competitors and other vendors out there are not only copying our marketing messaging, but it does become quite a confusing market when you see similar features being talked about in a similar way. So I encourage partners out there to dive deep under the covers, find out really what's what and what is actually real uh, with the solutions that are being offered out there. And, you know, we, we do have a lot of uh, enablement and programs in place at Mist and Juniper to actually help educate our partners and understand our differentiations. And in that way, they have, you know, they're, they're better enabled to actually present these solutions to their customers. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen and Amir, for your in-depth insights on transforming enterprises to an AI-driven network. And that's the end of our show today. To recap, Stephen and Amir have revealed the importance of delivering AI-driven enterprises for customers, and partners have a key role to play in making the transformation a reality. If you're keen to learn more about the importance of the AI-driven network and why it matters, you can reach out to the Westcon and Juniper team or visit the Westcon website. Thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of Tech Talk presented by Westcon and Juniper. Till next time.